15 to 20 of them, no exaggeration, blood dripping from their fangs or their beaks. I guess they don't have fangs, but I would imagine they should because they're so ferocious looking. Uh, just shreds of this flesh of another animal just flinging off their fucking talons as they flew away, fluttered. I don't know why they're scared of me. They're way scarier looking. But that was the, the pack of vultures. What would you call them? Is it a pack of vultures? A gang of vultures, a giant crew of vultures feasting broad day in the street, the road rather, Mexico one, the only main highway, going through the Baja. Yeah, I'm driving through there today as I've been on like a month-long solo Mexico road trip, surf trip, fucking zone out trip, whatever you want to call it. And uh, vultures are very common in the Baja. It's desert. I mean, it's a peninsula. Got water on three sides of it, so it's very coastal. And there's, you know, palm trees in the lush parts, but very, uh, very deserty. It's like California, Southern California at least, uh, just less palm trees and less rich people. Um, vultures are common. You don't got to worry about them, though. Don't be shook at the vultures unless you're dead. And if you're dead, then it's already too late. They just like to feast on the dead carcasses. And on Mexico 1, which is the same highway as California 1 that runs down, uh, or the PCH, as you may know it if you've ever been to California. It's what runs all the way down the PCH in California into Mexico, all the way down the Baja and back up. It's a narrow road. A lot of potholes in some parts. Uh, unfortunately, I don't mean to offend or unease any animal lover listeners, but there's a lot of dead animals sometimes on the side of the roads here. And it's because there's no shoulder on most of this highway, and there's no guardrails. So an animal comes... Really ain't many places you could swerve, especially if there's oncoming traffic. So it's not uncommon to see uh, goats, cows, and the unfortunate uh, dogs. Um, I know probably people don't care about the cows and the goats because they don't have pets for them, but it's sad they die too like this. And and then obviously the dogs. Uh, Mexico, a lot of dogs, people don't just keep them in their yard. The dogs get to have a good time, man. I mean, they get to run wild. They get fed. They still go home, but they don't get locked in a cage. They probably laugh at American dogs that come to visit. These dogs have way more fun. They get to come and go as they please, and they still have their balls. They still have got dog testicles. Um, as the hilarious comedian Bill Burr said, I'm pro-dog balls. So am I. I don't know. Maybe it's not good. Call me crazy. I was your best friend. Funny. I don't cut off my best friend's balls. Anyway, <laughs> the dogs roam around. And, uh, in this case, it's kind of dangerous because they play close to this main road sometimes. And these are big trucks coming through, small trucks, 18-wheelers, oil tankers, or just little SUVs, and they get clipped. And it's sad, and they lay there. And then you got these vultures that you don't really see often. They're usually waiting in the cut, waiting to come get their snack on when he's dead. Uh, and I'm driving up this morning. It must have been about 10 in the morning. I've already been driving for three and a half hours uh, in the middle of the road. And so I have to swerve a little. Thank God no car is coming. I don't know what animal it was in the middle of the road. I couldn't tell. No exaggeration. 15 to 20 vultures getting their grub on. I'm talking all-you-can-eat buffet, shredding this thing. Now, I kind of slow down. I try to pull over. I wanted, I know this made it sound sick. I wanted to snap a pic of this, but they flew off way too quick. I'm not, and actually, I thought I was going to crash into the vultures. Like, they, I've had birds fly into my windshield before. Now, granted, they saw me coming, but these are big birds, dude, or vultures. I don't know if they're birds or what, what are they called? Uh, I'm not a fucking animal scientist. <laughs> I don't even know the right word for that. 
Anyway, they fly off, but some of them are still snacking as my vehicle swerves and approaches. And, dude, my windshield almost got hit by two vultures. Your boy, the snake man, almost had a fucking crack windshield with vulture blood everywhere. And they took off, and you could see blood, no exaggeration, blood and flesh dripping and flying and falling from their talons and their beaky, fangy things. And a vulture ain't a pretty-looking bird. These things do look ferocious. Um, so that was a, that was the start to my day, and it's it's been a adventurous last couple of days. I'm on my drive back up into California, and uh, first day I'm driving back, which is yesterday, dude, is nine hours, maybe a little more drive, and that part is a very windy, the roads are windy, and the wind's kicking, and like I said, these are narrow. It's also downpouring in Baja, Mexico, which is very atypical this time of year. That generally happens in the August, September, October months, so it's fucking Pouring, and because just like places like California, when it doesn't rain a lot, the oil that is dripped on the road from previous days, weeks, and months kicks up, creating oil slicks, making hydroplaning all the more likely. And the drivers in Baja um, aren't the greatest, and it's a very erratically driven part of the uh, the country, and so it just makes the danger a little more uh, intense. Which you know, yeah, I do love me some danger, but. I was hungover. I slept four hours the night before. I was in Cabo the night before. Solo dolo, raging, wilding around, running into all different establishes and houses of ill repute and doing certain substances and dabbling in this and that and eating late night tacos and not sleeping and then driving nine and a half hours in this pouring rainy conditions. And then today I'm driving and I goddamn almost ran out of gas in the middle of the desert of the Baja where there's nobody or no thing or anything for hours and miles. Um, I always plan out my gas stops. I've got these places, these gas stations that I know uh, pin dropped. I know exactly where they are. Thing is, sometimes the shit just fucking gets closed down. Two of these gas stations that would have been in perfect place for me to refuel fucking shut down. And there ain't no cell service at this part of the Baja. Thank God I came across this dude slanging gas out of his pickup truck. That's what these people do in these situations. It's a good way to make some income and also provide gas for little small areas and pockets where the big Pemex, which is like the main gas station, nationalized gas station in Mexico, when they're shut down. So, dude, I, th- I was about to lace my motherfucking hitchhiking shoes on and boots and Strap up and get ready to do some walking, dude. But thank God, dude, I got 29 miles away from being stranded. Um, and then I drove. Oh, now, that was after I drove through Vulture City. Vulture City was like the highlight of the day. Um, but then I made it. Uh, it's been a wild one in Mexico. Uh, I'm having a blast. Um, and one thing, so I get to the fucking... I didn't realize this the whole time I've been down here this month. And I've been here so many times. I didn't realize this, but... So I get to this restaurant... In, in uh, San Quintin, 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 I can't fucking pronounce it. I speak Spanish, and this word is just a strenuous word for me to pronounce. Anyway, it's Q-U-I-N-T-I-N with that apostrophe. Uh, I get to the seafood spot right in the water in this little wharf area, and uh, I ask for a bottle of water. And uh, you generally have to ask for a bottle of water. You, you, unless you live here full-time, you don't drink the water out the tap. You don't even fucking brush your teeth with it, dude. And everyone who thinks they can... Uh, they're always proven wrong when they're shitting out their fucking ass and ears and mouth for days. I've seen it. I've experienced it. Um, so he says, nah, uh, we don't have any. I was like, oh, do you got uh, agua purifica? Purifica. God, I'm butchering this shit. It just means purified water, which is a newer, it's not new in households, but it's a newer thing to be offered in restaurants. Um, and you just don't want to make sure you're not getting ice or the tap water. So he's got that. And it made me think about how many times actually I came across this uh, this last time here in Mexico 
where their restaurants, at least, are, are not offering bottled water in an effort to be more environmentally sound, which I dig. I'm fully into that. And there's a lot of places where they don't have straws or they got those fucking cornish uh, material made ones like the States has. And I like that. It steps in the right direction. And it was impressive to see that. Um, I don't know why I didn't put it all together until just tonight, but that happened to me so many times over my trip. And uh, it just makes me happier when we think about that shit, you know, uh, and try to incorporate it. It's hard. I know. It seems daunting. You got these polar ice caps melting, global warming, and the whole mentality of, oh, we're all going to die in 30 years anyway. What's the point? I get it, dude. I kind of feel that way sometimes. But if we can just do a little bit on our part each, it helps. Maybe it helps. But why not try? Huh? Why not fucking try? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, this podcast is entitled Dick Tricks. Dick tricks. No, this isn't like pulling rabbits out of your hat with your penis and shit. It's when your dick plays a trick on you. Or ladies. I don't know what the word we would use is uh, pussy tricks. Vagina tricks, if you will. Pussy prestiges. Have you ever seen the movie about magic, The Prestige, or read the book? Which I actually have because it's one of the fucking best movies ever. The Prestige is the third step in a magic trick. When, you know, the, like the reveal, the whole thing comes together. The punchline of a magic trick. The pussy prestige, the pussy tricks, the dick tricks. Um, your dick can trick you, dude. You gotta, you, ugh, you gotta exercise some kind of power over that thing. Your dick will trick you into fornicating with women that you're not even attracted to, but just at the moment you are, or fornicating without the use of protection. Now you got a baby, or you brought something home that you didn't want. You got a souvenir, you know. Um, and you know what's funny? People always think like the guys are always trying to like. You hear stories. Uh, I heard stories. Of guys always trying to like you know talk the girl and not you know, using a condom. I'm way too fucking paranoid to do that. I always do. I've had many a woman ask me not to or encourage me not to. And sometimes I've definitely gone along with it. I'm not a fucking saint. Um, but I think it's a very much a two-way street. Uh, but we got to be a little more safer out there, y'all. Be a little more safe. Um, the unwanted pregnancies and most importantly, unwanted diseases, some which can be terminal. We don't need that. Don't let that dick pull a trick on you. That pussy pull a trick on you. Dude's letting their dicks trick them, dude. We get tricked into doing things because, you know, if you listen to people who know a little bit better about this stuff, like the, the primal essence of humans, especially man, that biological grounding that we all possess, um, you know, we still much want to procreate. You know, guys, sometimes it's, oh, especially if you haven't had sex in a little while or something like that, or a couple of weeks or months or whatever it is, you're probably not thinking that clearly and then you kind of get in that, oh, grunty, like fucking ape style mentality. Every time you see a fucking beautiful chick, you're like, in your head at least, you're like, oh my God. Some people don't keep it in their head, obviously, they act it out. Verbally or sometimes physically And it's, it's terrible Those are the wrong things to do That's why you gotta get it out your system Your dick will start to play a trick on you Making you think you really are Some ape man, caveman, monstrous man And you can't even control it, man You know, it's like It's like A power above your own power And you can't think clearly That's why it's important um, You know, you gotta think Clearly, you gotta get that shit out your system You know, people always make that joke Dudes like jerk off or some shit Before they gotta do or anything of magnitude, you do think more clearly. If you're stressed, if you're wavering, waffling on a choice to make, you're on the fence about something, maybe you got a big business meeting, or maybe you're like the fucking politician that's going to fire missiles or decide what to do in a, in a war situation or an athlete. I don't know. You want to think clearly, dude, do that. Or like if you've got your lady friend handy and you guys have some fornicating love time, you'll think so much more clearly. And your dick will be unable to pull any tricks. 
I've done this so many times, not out of pleasure and like desire, but more out of necessity, functionality, if you will. I love saying if you will. Have you fucking noticed? Uh, It helps you think clearly, you know? Uh, I mean, some of these people who do the most fucked up violent shit or hate on women or 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 do dangerous things in the world. Maybe the guys will shoot shit up or something. Maybe they needed to jerk off more. Maybe they need, really needed the intimacy of a woman. That's why you should legalize prostitution. At the very least, let's get these these people some intimacy, even if they have to pay for it. Take away the shame. Take away the dangerous element and the criminal element. It'll make for a healthier society. I guarantee it, dude. Bet money all day on that, dude. And I know it goes both ways. I mean, most women don't have a hard time... Uh, Finding someone who's willing to get intimate with them. Now, I know ladies have, like, picky standards, which you should. But if you worst came to worst and you were fucking going nuts in your head and you need to release something so you could think clearly to make that big business decision, that big power move, that big whatever, you could probably find someone. Or at the worst case, people, just handle it yourself, dude. Some self-love. It makes you think clearly. No dick tricks. No pussy tricks. That shit will trick you into thinking it's a good idea to... You know, bomb that country if you're president, maybe, or trade that player if you're the coach, or <clears throat> write that shitty song, or sign that deal, or buy that bad house, or sleep with this ugly person, and, or cheat on your fucking spouse. So, you know, a lot of people cheat because maybe their significant other and them aren't as intimate as they used to be, and it's hard to broach the topic. I've, I know, I've been there. I mean, shit, read my book, Quicksand. Quick little shameless self-plug. Jake Frazick, Quicksand book, out now, available everywhere. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kindle, e-book, select mom-and-pop bookstores, whatever. Google Books, didn't even know that was a thing, but of course it is. Um, You know, I talk about my cheating past, which is very much my past, only and not my present. A book, a chapter in the book, or as I call my chapters, Moments, it's called The Genesis, and it talks about how I kind of got indoctrinated into that mentality of cheating. Um, but, you know, I've been there when, you know, maybe your intimacy levels in your relationship kind of flounder because you guys have been together for a while or there's just not good communication. And instead, somebody goes and they cheat to fulfill these needs so their dick doesn't trick them, you know. But your dick tricked you right into doing that because it was full of that poisony shit that's really not poison, it's just semen, just baby-making stuff. But it becomes like poison for your brain when, when it's not handled properly. Um, and, you know, I know it's a hard conversation to have. You're better trying to communicate about that. Or worse comes to worse, breaking up with the person if you can't come to some kind of resolution because then your dick tricks you and you go cheat. And now you might hurt somebody emotionally or physically or do something stupid that you regret. And now you're walking around with guilt and that compounds and all kinds of terrible things come from this. Dick tricks, man. Watch out for that shit. Pussy tricks too, man. Girls, you probably let some dudes run up in you raw and now you got a baby with some dumbass, ugly motherfucker. You're going to have to... You're reproducing a, a human that could have been really intelligent. Now he, gonna, or he or she's going to be a little dumber because you fucking let some dumbass motherfucker run up in you because you let that pussy of yours trick you when you you know, you know weren't thinking clearly. We can't let our, our vaginal and penal regions trick us any longer. Exercise some self-control, some self-restraint, and some self-love and care. There's no shame in that. Although I was raised Catholic and I have shame associated with everything that's good. Uh, I constantly try to shed that, and you should too. Do whatever it fucking takes. If you really need to, go fucking travel to a country where prostitution is legal. And ladies, I hope there's some male prostitution that's legal. Some of y'all could use it too. We all could. If you can't get it uh, without paying, get it by paying. Just don't go do some dumb shit like beat up kids at school, be a bully, shoot up the school, burn a house down, ruin a relationship, ruin a family, any of that shit. Handle that shit. No more dick tricks. 
Um, I thought I had more about the dick trick shit. It'll come to me. Maybe I'll do a dick tricks part two, uh, or I'll elaborate on the matter with some some authoritarians of the subject. Uh, also, you know, this thing, man, I'm like a, a little into my health. I like to drop health tips and things that I pick up. And I by no means am the creator of these. I just absorb and, and, and take them in and try them. And if they work, I always like to pass them off. I also like to joke. But here's a couple of, uh, you know, I put a little, I'm a little weight on, a little spare tire in Mexico. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just extremely harsh on myself uh, and I have body dysmorphia. But uh, a lot of cervezas. I don't really drink a lot of cervezas. I, I drank more booze and wine, but a lot of cervezas was going down. You know, a lot of snacks, late night burritos, and Mexican Cheetos are dank, and they have many flavors you can't find in the States. And so, yeah, dude, I might have did eating, and I surfed a lot, but not as much as you might think. Sometimes the conditions just weren't right. Uh, and uh, driving a lot in a fucking car, not getting a lot of exercise there. So, uh, I'm feeling a little big, and I, you know, I was thinking about, man, I get back to the States, I'm going to fucking go on a little month, month and a half cleansing mccleanselsteins of all things substances too yeah i know i party a lot if you read my book quicksand it probably seems like i fucking party every day um but i'm gonna take a break from that shit too uh and and f- certain foods and kind of get back on track but everyone wants those quick fixes to the weight loss and that, you know here's five guaranteed weight loss methods all right five guaranteed weight loss methods one proper diet they say it's 85% of what you eat, or more importantly, what you don't eat, okay? Proper diet. Number two, frequent exercise. Number three, cocaine. Number four, anxiety. Uh, preferably high anxiety and every day if you can. And uh, number five, lack of cannabis to create an appetite. I'm a man who gets the munchies. If I don't smoke weed, not only am I irritable and restless, I don't really eat that much. So... There you go. Uh, five guaranteed weight loss methods. I didn't say good ones. I didn't say healthy, but just five guaranteed ways to trim that shit down. You got that spare tire you want to get rid of. Boom. You got that little rooster neck dangling. You got them bye-bye arms, some thunder thighs. What do you got? Oh, fucking belly pouch Buddha thing going on. Try these ones. Preferably the first two, dude. They got diet and exercise. But if they don't work or you just want a little extra, there's those other three I offered. Um, yeah, dude, uh, the book is out. And people are reading it, and fucking thank you, thank you, thank you so much for everyone who has bought it. Or even if you steal it on some Abby Hoffman, steal this book shit, read it. You don't know who Abby Hoffman is or the steal this book book. Fucking do do some homework. Um, check it out. But I really appreciate it. I've gotten great feedback, great love, and I know more sales are coming, and people are waiting for the Kindle version of the ebook. And yes, yes, I've, I've been asked this. There is an audio book coming. I'm doing the fucking one. The publisher... Suggested, you know, they have hired people who do this all the time. I was like, fuck out of here, dude. I host a podcast and a radio show. People want to hear my voice tell the story. So I'm going to be doing that. It's all coming. But thank you for everyone who's um, who's digging it. And I got a lot of good feedback. As I mentioned on the last podcast and on my social media, I am a bit fucking nervous for a few people to read this. Mainly family members. The ex-girlfriends and friends and people I've mentioned, whatever. It's family members. It's not really just for what they might read about me. I'm pretty open book. It's what they might read about them. And so I got <laughs> the first negative reviews in. And it comes from one person. And shocker, it's a fucking family member. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, yeah, and like what I was saying earlier, they, they read some of these stories about my debauchery and wildness. And they think that's me 365. Dude, that's really just like me like 301. 
302 days, not 365. Joking, it ain't even that much, dude. But it's like, these are also chapters that span a few years. Like, not every day is my fucking worst bender like I might write about in some things and all the crazy shit that goes with it. So turn it down a notch. I get it, your concern. If I have my faculties about me to write a book in such an eloquent manner about this shit, I'm obviously not that fucked up in the game yet. I appreciate your concern, but it seemed more like unwarranted concern and misplaced judgment. Especially considering some of these family members and people who are going to read this and come with these judgmental tones are in no position. None of a position to fucking judge me. I still couldn't fuck up half as much as they have. And I'm not judging them. I'm just saying you can't judge me. Don't be fucking throwing stones. I see right through the walls of your house, dude. You know? Um, still glad my grandmother hasn't read the book. And we're going to keep it that way. If any of you motherfuckers out there give my grandmother a book, especially my cousins, Nikki. Zachy, Mikey, Katie, I'm looking at you on my father's side. If you fucking let Grammy get this book, I swear to God, we are brawling. Brawling. All right? <laughs> no dick tricks. All right, y'all. This episode of the Damaged Goods Podcast was brought to you by Elite Botanicals. Elite Botanicals is originally the CBD division of Elite Cannabis. If you guys have heard me talk about them, you know this is my favorite CBD product out there. The only one that truly works. I swear by it. That's why I'm endorsing them, not for any other reason. And now they're back with their new line for your little pets, Whole Pet CBD. They are one of the first companies farming high CBD cannabis under industrial hemp rigs. They've been working with CBD since 2013 with one of the first licensees in Colorado. Also, they've been working with Colorado State University since 2016 on their canine research study with CBD. So they know what they're doing. Their focus is providing farm-to-table product that uses the best ingredients possible, ultra-refined, distilled, full-spectrum CBD oil at high potency for reasonable pricing. That's the problem. Most of these other guys are overpriced for their non-working stuff. This allows for effective dosing and a 30-day-plus supply per unit. For the pets, they've got drops that go on their food or in their mouth. they got chicken and salmon-flavored ones. They've got soft gel capsules. they got a gravy powder. You just sprinkle that over their food or put a couple of water in there, and it makes a nice little gravy mix chocked full of CBD, glucosamine, and omegas for their joints. They've got nose and toes balm for cracked noses and paws, and they got some all-natural treats on the way. All this is available at wholepetcbd.com. Elite Cannabis, Elite Botanicals, and now Whole Pet CBD, all from Elite. Go check it out.